Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Welcome back to Duke Loves Wrestling, the show about pro wrestling and everything else. How is everyone out there today? I really hope that you are healthy. Hope that you are having a positive week going into this Juneteenth weekend. How fantastic is that? Juneteenth is a federal holiday officially. So wonderful. It's already a a city holiday here in wonderful Boston, Massachusetts. Now it's a federal holiday, just pretty awesome. Uh, Once again, it's the celebration of the Emancipation Proclamation. So definitely go out and Google Juneteenth if you want more information about that. But it has become a, a very festive time of year. I mean, you know, there are different events all over the nation, cookouts and and demonstrations and information about the history of it the main idea is just like any other holiday come together celebrate enjoy life enjoy one another that's really the the spirit of Juneteenth at least from my perspective you know I'm starting off this episode with just some thoughts really just some thoughts here we, we have a wonderful guest coming up, uh, returning, Mr. Jeremy Gomez of GCW. He's got some great information for us a little later. But I, I, I want to, there's something that's on my mind that I got to bring up here. And it's unfortunate that we got to go there, but we're going to go there. Okay. This past week on Raw, Eva Marie, she was going to have a match against Naomi, you know, Trinity Fatu. Future Hall of Famer, former uh, women's champion in the WWE, and and someone who's just beloved, right? She's also probably the most beautiful woman ever grace a wrestling ring in history. That's a whole other story. I got the polls to prove it, by the way. Um, But she's fantastic. Everyone loves Trinity Fatu, a.k.a. Naomi. And Eva didn't wrestle. Eva actually came out with someone else. Piper Niven, a.k.a. Viper, she came out and took Eva's place and and wrestled Naomi and ended up winning a match, which was fantastic. So, you know, Naomi put over a a young talent. I know a few folks were not too happy about that, mainly because Naomi hasn't been booked very well lately. And and I share those sentiments. I get that. But um, as a veteran putting over a young talent, I do appreciate that as well. So it goes many ways here in that regard. But let me just say this. Something uh, very disturbing happened, and I'm going to just put my 10 cents, 12 cents in there right now. Those of you who took the time to body shame Piper Niven, a.k.a. Viper, you, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves, okay? The, the way that people negatively spoke of her 
acting as if they were trying to defend Naomi for for the booking because they didn't agree with the booking. That's a bunch of crap. You're just a bunch of mean-spirited people. There's no other way to describe you. You're just a bunch of mean-spirited people, right? Piper Niven is a woman who, you know, she has some size on her. And it's wonderful because when you see what she does in the ring, it just it's a reminder of an athlete comes in all shapes and sizes. They they look many different ways. There's no one way to be a great athlete. And certainly Piper Niven is a fantastic athlete. Okay. She is wonderful in the ring. There's no two ways about it. And outside the ring, she's a she's a class act and a wonderful person. Let me tell you something. This woman had a bout with Bell's palsy and she was able to defeat that and get herself back in the ring and, and continue to be in top form or what have you. She's fantastic. Okay, I can't say enough about her. So really it really pains me to know that in twenty twenty one we have these these goofballs, these humanoids, who think it's okay to try to body shame. What the hell is wrong with you? I mean, come on, this is pro wrestling. You should know that people come in all different shapes and sizes. If you're going to critique the in-ring product, that's fine. If you're going to critique the booking, that's fine. But you don't sit there and body shame. So, you know, I, I just think that a lot of you out there need to grow up. Because I'm sure that <laughs> you're not in the bed. You could not even last two minutes in the ring. Never mind a whole match like Piper Niven does on a regular basis without blowing up. Okay? You couldn't do any of what she does. But you're going to sit there and try to body shame the poor woman. Just just ridiculous. And, and to Piper Niven out there, listen, we support you. We love you. Don't let these, these humanoids bring you down in any way. Because in my opinion, who you are and the way that you are, that is part of you being a superhero. That's one of your superpowers. You can do things that others can't do. So we celebrate that. We sell That is a form of diversity in its own right. We celebrate that. So again, to the humanoids and the, and the know-it-alls and the jerks out there, you are what you are. You, you are what we know you are and just can't be tolerated. So let me say that <laughs> to start off, right? And while I'm at it, while I'm on a roll, let me bring up another thing here. Speaking of the WWE, because, you know, last week I gave uh, Triple H his pink slip. I don't want him speaking on behalf of the WWE ever again. And I got a, a tremendous response to that. So shout out to everybody who uh, <laughs> who enjoyed me uh, talking about that. And yes, it's in tongue in cheek. Obviously, I don't have the authority, even though I am an investor, I don't have the authority to fire Triple H but I'm making a point here and a very big one, you know, just about professionalism or the lack thereof. So just keep that in mind there. But I see the news that a lot of folks, including Vince McMahon and, and here we go again, Triple H, they're being sued for not disclosing issues with uh, the, a Middle East TV deal. So this is all tied into the stocks and what have you, Right. Because they sold over $300 million in stock at an inflated price. So that's what, what they're being accused of. Now, let me tell you something. I mean, Vince McMahon dumping 3.5 million shares 
give me a break. Let me tell you something. This is this is funny business. This is acting funny with the money. <laughs> this is funny business here. You you have a publicly traded company. You know the stocks are involved and all that good stuff there, and you're blatantly doing things that just are are just deplorable and criminal. So. You know, they they haven't had their time in a court of law, so they're innocent until proven guilty. But there's no mistake in the fact that they dumped the stocks. I mean, the proof is in the proof. Figuring out why they did it, it's kind of interesting that it coincides with the time of the TV deal, which they said was all set, and then come to find that it was never all set, which is embarrassing. We, It, it just goes to show that these... These uber rich, these billionaires, these these multi 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 uh, millionaires. Some of these folks are just. It's like they can't have enough, right? They can't have enough. And I'm telling the WWE this right now, and I'm telling Vince McMahon this right now. It would it would I wouldn't bat an eye if you got put in jail for some of this crap. It's not acceptable. It's not okay to de- defraud people. It's it's just not. And I'm not going to sit there and defend that crap. It's just criminal activity. So I hope you're not guilty of what you're being accused of. Okay? It goes back to that whole firefighters pension uh, organization that sued over the whole other thing going on in Saudi Arabia. And you settled out of court. I wonder why. I just... Ethical behavior from folks at that level of wealth is hard to come by. That's it. It's just hard to come by. And it's so disappointing because these are people that we spend our money and we spend our time propping up and supporting. And then they turn around and they do things that prove to you they just don't get it. And they're never going to get it. Not the way that they're going about things. Very disappointed. I hope this is not true. If it is, then I hope you are all punished by the fullest extent of the law because WWE, you should know better than that. It's absolutely just ridiculous. Speaking of which, <laughs> AEW, uh-oh, they're not profitable. Let me say that again. They are not profitable. So, you know, thanks to the to the Wall Street Journal for doing a little spotlight on them. It was really on Tony Khan, but Shad Khan gave some quotes, and it was really Shad that revealed the fact that because of an investment in some video game project that he told, Shad told Tony that he didn't agree with investing in, but Tony went ahead and did it anyway. I wonder why all those gamers on staff. It has essentially hurt their bottom line. And needless to say, I mean, that's just unfortunate, right? That's unfortunate. But it just goes to show that when we see these news reports, quote unquote, from wrestling media, <laughs> Dave Meltzer and the boys there, trust but verify. It is unheard of and unlikely that any business, especially a wrestling company, is going to be profitable in less than three years. That is just not a thing. Especially a company like AEW, which seemingly is spending like crazy. I mean, Jesus, if you've ever even been to a WWE event, they're going to sign you, right? I'm, par- I'm, you know, I'm being silly here, but you get my point. So, you know, I wish them nothing but success. I hope that 
the things that are going on in that company that I find distasteful, such as the the only one women's match per week on TV. I still think that's disgusting. I still think that black male singles wrestlers uh, get the shaft for the most part and not the good type of shaft, um, like the movie shaft. I see that Will Hobbs is, is in the top five. He's ranked, but I don't see him getting title opportunities. I wonder why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every time he has a big match with somebody who, who's under contract, he finds a way to lose. I wonder why. So the, my point is they definitely have some things to improve upon, but I do want this company to survive. And the only way that they're going to do that is to find a way to actually make money instead of just losing money, which is exactly what they're doing at this moment. So we'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens there for sure. Shout out to uh, my man, Ash, the most handsome wrestler in all of Asia. You know, he just won gold in Middle Kingdom Wrestling China. It's pretty cool. You know, my friends down there. Uh, so we'll definitely have to get Ash on the show sometime soon because he's moving up in the world, man. He's moving up. in the. You know, Ash is a movie star, a model, a wrestler. Um, you know, he might be the, the, the baker and the candlestick maker as well. He just he can do it all. He can do it all. So <laughs> once again, congratulations to Ash. That's good stuff. You know, it, there's, there's just a lot of positive things going on in pro wrestling. Mission Pro Wrestling just had their event. I, I do want to review that event. Uh, I want to get somebody from Mission Pro on the show to do that, though. So we'll figure out our schedules and that will happen. You can quote me on that. Um, but just a lot of positive things going. The The River City Wrestling Convention, which happened in Jacksonville, Florida. And, you know, we had Ray Fury on. Yee, yee. Ray Fury um, was there. Like a whole host of other people. Kane, Kurt Angle, Thunder Rosa, Layla Gray, The Outlaw, Luke Curtis, Culture Inc., Who's who? Rich Swan, who's who in wrestling was there? Mick Foley, um, and it was a, a huge, huge success. They generated over an estimated fifteen thousand dollars in tax revenue for the downtown Jacksonville, Florida area. Can you believe that? Estimated over fifteen thousand dollars. That's the low end that we're talking about here. That's all tax revenue coming in. And that's from people attending the convention, spending money with the local businesses. So, you know, staying at the hotels, eating at the restaurants, buying drinks and what have you, entertainment, you name it. Because, you know, playing video games at the arcades and stuff. Jeez. This is, this is just a, a, a wrestling convention. And they're able to generate that kind of tax revenue. And it may not sound like much to you, but go take a look at the Jacksonville budget, right? Take a look at their city budget. See what an additional $15,000 could do with that budget. And that's tax revenue. Money in the bank, baby. So, again, great job, River City Wrestling Convention. I know a friend of the show, Nick Pate, he runs that with his team over there. Just great stuff, man. Great stuff. Hopefully they continue. I, I I would love to have a a River City Wrestling Convention here in Boston. You know, if, if they're going to generate that kind of tax revenue, you can bring some of that money over here, baby. Let's talk. Call me, Nick. 
Don't don't get big time now. You forget about the Duke here. Call me. Jeez. Bring me some of that that scratch here for our city, please. Anyway, uh, again, just a lot of positive things happening in pro wrestling. So we can critique, call out, advocate for. We can do all these things. And certainly, you know, I will never stop doing these things. But one thing that we got to make clear is that we cannot be mean-spirited and try to hurt people for the sake of hurting people and tear people down and rob them of their dignity. You know, when I criticize something in wrestling, I'm very specific. You promised something you didn't deliver. Or, you know, the quality of that work wasn't what it should be. Again, you're promising something you didn't deliver. But when we start going after people's looks and all that stuff, just give me a break. I'm not, I'm not going to rehash that again, but you, you get my point. So, anyway, let me take a sip <laughs> of my uh, Panera Bread coffee here. Sierra Perfect is what I call it. You know, we've got a large dark roast iced coffee. I do, now listen, it can either be four or six, depending on what your sweetness level is, because this is a big coffee here, but I do about four sugars, almond milk, you know what I mean, and, and just, it's the way to go, man, whether it's hot, whether it's ice, it's the way to go, I love it, shout out to my friends over at Panera Bread, they, they get the job done, they still got that Panera Plus program, which is fantastic, and I know with uh, Amazon Prime Day coming up, you can get a major discount on Delivery from Panera Bread, you can get a Panera Plus subscription, so that's free coffee, right? Listen to this. You get one coffee every three hours, I believe it is, and so this is throughout the whole day, and whether it's iced or hot, hot tea, but yeah, that's what your sub- subscription pays for. Now, it's normally eight ninety nine per month, but they're running a special now. You will get your first three months for free. So, and if you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you also get 40% off on items at Panera Bread if you subscribe now by Prime Day. So, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Shout out to Panera Bread. Shout out to Amazon Prime. And I got some more information uh, coming up, some great information about some opportunities for your boy, the Duke. But without further ado, you know what? We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, my man, Jeremy Gomez. This is former WWE superstar Al Snow and magician to the blind. You're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. Anyone who's listened to Duke Loves Wrestling, you know that I have some really cool relationships with indie promotions all over the place. And it it really starts with promoters who do the right thing. You know what I mean? They're serious about diversity. Uh, They're serious about women's wrestling. They're, They're naturally good people. I think that I don't think we put enough emphasis on good people. One one of the highest compliments I can give anyone is that you're a good person. But on the flip side is one of the one of the biggest insults and really the biggest insult I give anyone is you're not a good person. So 
when I feature someone over and over and over again, it's because I believe in them and it's because I appreciate them. It's because I, I, I want to highlight something that they're doing because I want them to be a shining example of the right way to promote wrestling and to feature wrestling, at least in my opinion. Right. And our guest who's a returning guest, big friend of the show. You know, this is just a person that I, I got a lot of time for, for those reasons there. So without further ado, welcome back to the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast. He is the head honcho over at Generation Championship Wrestling, Mr. Jeremy Gomez. Gomez, what's up, my man? Hi, brother. I appreciate that, man. And, and you know, on the same note, like there's not a lot of uh there's not a lot of interviewers slash podcasters that uh that I actually care or like to talk to on, you know often or more than one occasion. And uh, I actually look forward to our talks all the time, man. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, you know, you know, the issue here, Gomez, is because you and I are both just strange people. Um, you know, we, we, we have interesting interests in life. So because of that, it's easy for us to understand each other. Yeah. You know, I agree. So it, which it, it actually, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a wrestler and their wife is also in the business and what have you, but She's going through some chronic pain issues, and they asked me about CBD. And, you know, I'm not a guy that knows too much about that stuff. I mean, I did work on the legalized marijuana situation here in Massachusetts, which we did get passed, and that was great. So from a intergovernmental aspect, yes, I, I know about it. But in terms of actually this is something you should be doing. You know, my journey with CBD is, is still relatively young. I'm only about a year into really understanding the health benefits and, and how it can help people who are in chronic pain and what have you. So Gomez, you're, you're a guy who has been in the marijuana business and it's something that you've promoted for years. It's something that I admire because you're helping people wean off of the the crazy addictive drugs the you know what i mean the the prescription drugs that people abuse so often and what have you get hooked on so that's one of the main reasons why i always tip my hat to you uh anytime you're talking about anything having to do with marijuana what's your general advice for people who are just starting out trying to understand the benefits of cbd and if that's something that they should partake in well without getting into like the endocannabinoid system and all that kind of technical crap um let me let me try to simplify it cbd is the medicinal part of the marijuana plant thc is the part that gets you high the psychoactive part uh we're at a stage in 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 time and evolution that that scientists can now separate the cbd and the thc from the plant they can even grow plants that are pretty much uh, like 99% CBD and a very minimal amount of THC. Um, so now we found out that the endocannabinoid system that is actually part of your bottom and your se- body and your sensory system, using the CBD, it can it reacts well to it. Um, CBD, uh, for lack of better terms, wakes your brain and your system up that for, to the endocannabinoid system that was kind of lays dormant in your body. Um, and it's basically like a relief system. Like you have your nervous system and you have the endocannabinoid system. And, and 
the endocannabinoid system when it's when it's woken up and it's 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 working again it it takes care of things it helps you heal quicker it helps you prevent against sickness it fights cancer in some cases it cures cancer it, it can do a lot um for my older daughter who is autistic um uh cbd helped her focus so let's say instead of thinking of a hundred things at one time she's only thinking of maybe 20 things at one time so it, it's it's one of those things that was it's been around forever and we've just now started harnessing its power again because back in time that you know back in the day egypt india places like that they they used it already and we just we you know things in life happened and and um and laws were made and things were made and powers and walls were put up and it was just somehow you know left alone for a bit and kind of demonized on the same side as thc but we're out of there so now uh it's it's good, man. It it's it's an amazing thing that does a lot of amazing things for a lot of people, and it's and and we keep finding more uses for it like daily. So that's that's the best I can say about CBD. It's a, I hate to say the word drug when when I'm talking about cannabis, but for lack of better words, it's it's a very natural miracle drug, and and non addicting, and it doesn't get you high. Well, and and I think those are the the key factors here. Right? We're literally talking about the type of CBD that doesn't have much uh, THC in it. So it's not getting you high. Um, I have a family member who experiences chronic pain. And one of the things that she told me as we were going through the whole journey of, of getting her to use CBD and seeing how that interacts with whatever medicine that the doctors give her and stuff like that. Uh, one of the things that she said is that the CBD helped her with her anxiety everything and because it's able to calm her down she actually has found herself taking less of the other medication so it's not even just the pain relief but it's the anxiousness of being in pain um she's able to control that far more since she started uh incorporating cbd into her normal regimen of whatever she has to do in order to to manage the pain. So right. it's it's really interesting stuff, man. And I know that as a society, we're still learning. As you said, there's there's a, a long way to go. But when we talk about athletes, pro wrestlers, and we yeah. look at how many of them tragically have gotten hooked on on you know pain pills and other recreational drugs and things of that nature, man. We, we got to drive everybody towards CBD, marijuana, what have you. We really got to drive people towards this, especially considering the fact that it's it's non-habit forming. That's yeah. a hell of a lot better alternative for the body than the pain pills and even for the alcohol, right? Right. Um, that was – yeah, and I, I think I've told you the story before. That's that's the whole reason that Generation Championship Wrestling started. I was running my CannaFest Florida Festival, which was – at the time, Florida's only massive cannabis festival. Now everybody does them, but that's okay. Uh, imitation is flattery. We're cool. Uh, but uh, the whole reason we started is like when I was doing the cannabis festival and I had the idea that I just wanted to do a one-off wrestling show, it turned into when I met all the guys, I was like, you know, damn, this stuff can actually help. You've got, you know, like you said, athletes, man, some of them get hurt. Some of them start turning to pain pills and alcohol and everything else. And CBD and, and marijuana was a way for us to be able to start helping people wean off of it, like you said. So the whole point initially of Generation Championship Wrestling, which was originally uh, GCW 420, was was that. I wanted to start a company that was 
it was okay if you smoked, it was okay if you did this, if it's protecting you from doing these things. And, and, and the whole point, just like the whole cannabis festival was, was the whole point was to show people that, you know, the, these things that have been vilified and, and been told you were wrong and bad. I mean, like, you know, times are changing and that was propaganda and these things could actually save and protect you. And, you know, we're not GCW 420 anymore. We rebranded because we were a little ahead of our time with the pro cannabis wrestling company. Um, now there's a bunch of them, but, um, but the message is still the same internally, man. We'd rather you be doing that than, than anything else than touching prescription pills or anything like brother. I don't even like barely take Tylenol like ever. So, you know, if I can do it at 42 years old and stuff, you know, and not, and, and be in pain like you are when you get a little older, um, anybody could do it. You just got to find the right stuff and you got to, you know, do it legally now. And it, there's, there's just ways to go about it, but you don't have to be taking that crap anymore. You can actually be taking good stuff. You know, speaking of uh, GCW again, generation championship wrestling. So we're not talking about Georgia championship, championship wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> we're not talking about any companies that are being sued by online uh, uh, companies there. No, <laughs> they should fight talking... that. They should fight that. Well, I don't. I don't know. Do you want to weigh like in on that, TV Gomez? Pun? This is an excuses. I just Go dropped right a ahead. fight TV pun on you, man. Come on. Of course, I know about it. So, so do you have a take that you want to share, or do you want to stay away from that? Do I have a take I want to share on the people that aren't Generation Championship Wrestling and aren't Georgia Championship Wrestling? <laughs> well, just in terms of the, this whole uh, online fight of uh, um, being uh, sued. No, they're not. They're not really important enough to me anymore to care about. So, nope. Well, there's that. So moving on. Uh, they probably need the help after I cut into their market share at Mania, but you know, other than that. Ooh, Jesus. Now, so, so now we just firing shots left and right. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, hey, I like it. Go look, go look back on Twitter. I'm not the one that fired the first shot. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, check this out. You know what? I'm going to be cool about this. No, they don't really matter as much to me to care about anymore, but let's face it. They got a good publicity lately. They were on one of their dudes was on dark side of the ring. They're popular as hell. Now death matches are crazy. Our cat's still alive. That's about all I got for him, bro. There was your shine well, guys. Enjoy it. You, you know, I do wonder about that death match stuff from this perspective. These light tubes, man, these I, light tubes. I, I'm old. I don't understand it, bro. I, I, well, they, to they me, got you're breaking cancer, cancer breaking, causing breaking gases cancer. and things in there, right? Fuck, fuck cancer causing. Is is anybody in this industry OCD like me? Like, look at all that shit laying all over the ring. You got to clean that shit up afterwards, bro. I can't even. I can't even look at deathmatch rings. Sometimes, like, oh my god, that's fucking dirty. Like, oh, look at the mat. Like, I'm just too OCD for that crap, man. Like, why you got to break light tubes? It's like when I go to a Greek restaurant and they're breaking plates all over the place. I'm just in my head. I'm like calculating numbers. Like, why? <laughs> no, but so, so can we can we get a, an exclusive from uh, you know Generation Championship Wrestling head honcho Jeremy Gomez? Are you are you promising we will not see light no. tube matches ever? No, because the, I won't. Uh... Brother, let me tell you, I I, I got a little. I, I wasn't pissed off about it, but there was some chocolate chip, pieces of chocolate chip cookies left on my mat at Mania, and that drove me nuts, bro. So I'm like, I I don't know, man. It's just. I and it's crazy because I'm a horror fan. I love horror movies. I love slasher flicks and all that. But I just, I don't know, man. In my head, and those guys are don't don't get me wrong. Those deathmatch guys are fucking. Pardon my language. They're fucking tough asses, dude. I couldn't do that. Those guys are just they're they're you know hats off. I can't do that. That that takes a that takes a badass. But it just 
it's scary to me, man, because, you know, as an entertainer and as a producer, like in my head, if one bad thing happens and somebody dies, like, dude, I will, I would never get over that, man. That would, that would fuck my life up, bro. So you're never going to see that in my ring, man. You're never, I mean, you might see like a last man standing match or something like that, but there ain't going to be like glass and there ain't going to be like light tube. There's, there's not going to be glass. There's not going to be glass. I, I don't, I don't even think I'd ever want like thumbtacks in my ring or anything like that. I think I'm good with, you know, tables, ladders, and chairs, and an occasional bell, you know, but it just seems dangerous to me. I was a couple of the guys like they went to, uh, the no peace underground show, uh, like last week or the week before, like some of the spectators like, Oh, cool. I had some glass in the corner of my eye. I'm like to an event guy to me, man, that's just like a, that's an insurance nightmare waiting to happen, dude. It's just, I don't know. It's just not my thing. Not my thing. And, well, and that's the thing. I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm not going to cover myself in honey and go run into a bear cave trying to, to tempt them. So, you know, light tubes smashing over your head and glass flying everywhere and all that. I got more guts <laughs> yeah. than me, bro. I got more yeah. guts than me. Well, that's a I'll do some crazy fear. stuff. Stay but... away from that. Yeah, not that. Yeah, or just, just or maybe just I just think enough. my dad's gonna pop up and like freaking you know tell me to clean up that mess or some. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, was just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't like breaking well, things, man. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you're more of a fixer. I I, I know that. You you you're not trying to uh, tear things up per se. But speaking <laughs> of which, congratulations. Uh, you know, Generation Championship Wrestling. You officially have a permanent home in terms yes, of a building, right? Talk yes, to me sir. about that. Um, Egypt Shrine Center in Tampa. That's uh, where we did our Mania show at. Uh, we've been talking to them for a while. We were supposed to do the, the, the Diamond Cup was actually supposed to be there. But because of the pandemic, the, uh, the permits weren't back from the city yet. So the building finally opened in, I think, February uh, in time for us to do our Mania show there in April. And uh, the, the building was... Again, look. By the way, Mister the Mister Gomez crap is gone. So I'm going to try to be as mo- other than when we're talking about those other acronym people. I'm going to try to be more modest when I'm actually having talks. But um, that the building thought we did a really great job for a 16 hour wrestling event that we had like 70 or 80 wrestlers in plus all the things and nothing got broken, nothing got messed up, nothing got scratched, nothing. They were like they were very very impressed with the turnout. And they were very impressed the way they put it as of how wrestling fans are now. I guess they thought when they booked it that it was going to be like, you know, maybe the 90s ECW fans or maybe like the, you know, you know the, the Attitude Era fans and the place was going to get trashed. But they, I guess what they didn't realize is that the wrestling fans have kind of evolved too with wrestling. So they were very impressed with the way we handled it. They were very impressed with how the place was taken care of. And a lot of the members of the Egypt Shrine Center, which is, uh, which are Shriners, um, they were pretty psyched about the wrestling. So we talked about it afterwards and they said they wanted to do it and they wanted to be partners on it. So we partnered on the events and it's not free, but, um, they, uh, they took care of a lot of the cost for us. I mean, a lot of the cost. So we're, we're as all intents and purposes, we are, we are, I'll say we're like 60, 40 partners. And, uh, so that's where we're at where it's back in Tampa. Um, Brand new building, about 10 minutes from my house, so I'm back in my city where GCW started, and uh, it, the place is gorgeous. I'm, I'm a very I, I'm a very lucky person to get in that building. Uh, very lucky. I, uh, I was thinking about that yesterday, actually. I'm very, very lucky to be there. So, but we're here. I guess you're going to sp- 
Are you going to spread your luck because you have a major anniversary card coming up, right? Yeah. So check this out. This is our third anniversary show. Okay. The first anniversary show was outdoors. It rained one day that month. On that day, our first year anniversary show got rained out. Um, let me think. Second year anniversary show. Pandemic. No second year anniversary show. So this is the first time we get to have an anniversary show in three years. So um, luckily it's indoor. It's not going to get rained on. The pandemic is pretty past. The Shriners are pretty okay with it. And uh, so the card's amazing. Uh, the only thing I'm going to miss is um, the young professor has a uh, – he's an announcer for the Tortugas in Jacksonville, the baseball team. He can't make it that night because guess what? The Tortugas pay him a lot more than I do. So we're going to miss – our announcer's not going to be there that night. And uh, our, our tag champs, um, Culture Inc., I think they are booked in Indiana that day too. So our tag champs aren't going to be there, unfortunately. And I really wish they were going to be there, especially since I don't get to pick on them anymore. Um, but uh, the card's great. We got Queen Aminata. Uh, she is going to be there taking on part of Culture Inc., uh, Kia Dream. Um, let me think. Layla Gray, one of your favorites. She's taking on Misa. Um, let me think. Who else is on the card? Um, Jake, uh, Jake Painter is going to be in a last, our, our first last man standing match. It's going to be Jake Painter taking on the Rex Bacchus defender of humanity champion, Mr. King. Um, I'm missing somebody. I'm missing a couple people. Let me, well, I can start off with the card. Uh, our pre-show is no avail versus the cheese. Uh, if you haven't seen the cheese wrestle, uh, you're, you're going to be an instant cheese fan. Uh, let me, cheese is a friend of ours. He's been wrestling maybe a year now, maybe a year now, but that's his gimmick, man. He, he walks out, his outfit's got a big chunk of cheese on it. They call him the cheese. He throws pieces of cheese at the crowd. And like from the second he walks out, he's as over as I think anybody could be. The crowd absolutely loves him. Um, he's taking on no avail, which is uh, one of our more androgynous, more crazy newer guys. So that's the pre-show. And uh, let me think. We have a tag match. Okay, so I think you saw the promo video. Um, Nakoda. Nakoda has turned back into, a, in my opinion, the Nakoda that I met, um, which were crazy demon-like people that don't put up with any shit and like to kick people in the head. And uh, so Nakoda's coming back. And they uh they have a date with uh Culture Inc for the tag belts at the next show I believe but in the meantime um they are fighting the gifted and that's uh Logan and Weezy uh Logan and Weezy are, we haven't seen them since February before the pandemic they're an awesome up and coming tag team uh if you did see our Mania show Logan was in the uh who was in the uh no rules match against Daniel Starling um they're badasses too man they're they're an up and coming group um. Not as big as the Coda, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be an absolutely fantastic match, man. Um, I, this is the most boring part when I'm just running down a card. Sorry about that. Uh, let me think. Um, oh, Stunt Marshall, our world champion, our uh, our world heavy hate champion. He's gonna be in action. He's uh, taking on Solomon Stone from up in Michigan. Solomon was the person that had the uh, possession of the uh, the Generation Medallion at first. So uh, Solomon is a Solomon, if I was if I was Mr. Gomez, I'd say Solomon is an upstanding dude that loves money, and that's about all I could say about Solomon. He's a he's a pretty snobby, and he's pretty stuck up on himself, and he likes money, and he's gonna give Stunt one hell of a fight, dude. 
Um, let me think. Sky Blue is taking on Rocky Radley. Rocky Radley uh, has already worked for us once at our uh, Nova Rising event, so it's her first time on the main card. Uh, she's taking on Sky, who has not been beat since the Diamond Cup. Uh, and I believe the only person that's beat Sky in Generation Championship Wrestling is Queen Aminata. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Sky's already beat Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, Skies beat Genocide. Skies beat pretty much everybody putting up in front of her. So uh, Rocky has got to fight for her. But I'll tell you what, Rocky is a little tricksy. And uh, Rocky can play some mind games, and she's definitely not a pushover. So that's going to be a killer fight, man. And I, I, I think that's it. I think I covered everything. We only have about – we had six matches for this one because we wanted the matches to be meaningful. So hopefully we allotted enough time for them. And uh, so we got most of our world champions except for Culture Inc., uh, pretty big building. Um, we've made some new rules. Um, from now on, at Generation Championship Wrestling events, from now until the end of time, um, veterans are free and all active military are free also. Um, we lowered the prices for kids. If you're like 10 years and under, it's only 5 bucks. Uh, we added some meet and greets. Now that we're at home, we can actually facilitate meet and greets before. And uh, yeah, that's it, man. Um well, let me see. We got a full bar now. Uh, we're gonna have a gourmet food truck out there. So we have uh, the food truck's making a specialty burger for Stunt. It's the Hate Burger, and he's making a specialty burger for Queen Aminata, which is like a veggie burger. Uh, the bar is gonna have GCW drink specials. Uh, we got drink specials on the Rocks Tequila Termania, or I probably mispronounced that. But um, yeah, dude, everything's uh, everything's progressing. You know, we got a little new setup. Uh, Shooting Star Media is now partners with us. Uh, they're doing most of our media production. Not not our live stuff, that's still with Title Match Network. Uh, but we have a lot of uh, new stuff coming out and a bunch of new reality-based stuff that we're doing. And uh, they're part of with that. So when you're at our shows, there's going to be Title Match filming the crowd and the shows. And there's going to be Shooting Star like kind of shadowing us and all our entertainers and the crowd and everything, kind of doing like the documentary thing behind it. So uh, cut me off, man. I'm talking a lot. No, I love it. I love it. And yes. and this is this is really cool because again, the growth. I mean, in three years, GCW Generation Championship Wrestling in particular, uh, has grown so much to the point where your stars are getting high marks all over the place. Thank I you. Mean, yes, they the are. amount of, of respect and and uh, admiration that folks like Culture Inc., folks like uh, Queen Aminata sky blue the the amount of accolades that they're receiving out there is just tremendous you know yeah. and, I, and i think that's a, a testament to the generation championship wrestling family and just the way that you folks work together as a unit to support I, one another and really elevate one another it's, it's it's really cool to see i hope so man like i already know that they're amazing in ring all, all the people that you mentioned the rest of our talent i, I already know they're amazing in ring i just I'm, we're spending a lot of time and hopefully people notice that with promo work and video work and promotion you know it's part of my job it's just i it's one thing to be awesome when nobody's watching but you know we, we want these people to be seen so that's that's our key man we know we know right now we're kind of a stepping stone we know that we're not up at the pinnacle yet of like, you know, some of the other companies, but we know we'll get there. So the only thing that we can do until then is to make sure that we're putting out good product and we're teaching our talent the right things to do and we're putting them over so that they can take us and what they've learned here and then progress it on in the future. And and, and as you notice, um, 
you know, ROH uses our talent now. WWE uses our talent now. AEW uses our talent now. Even those other guys that aren't Georgia Championship Wrestling, they love to use our talent now. So, you know, whether they respect us or not, people at least realize that we're not playing around and we take this seriously. And it, and that's, again, part of the reason why I dropped the Mr. Gomez character, because I think it was doing an injustice to the people because – I. I I don't know. Maybe I will brag for once. I think maybe I was working a couple people too hard and they, it was working against us and me. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go back to trying to be a little bit more modest. I, we're trying, we're trying to step up our game and we're trying to be the leaders that, that, that we should have been a little sooner, but um, I think we're getting there now. I, it, we're trying, I'm trying. Well, you, you, you're getting there. You're definitely getting there. And, and I 100% agree with the, putting the mr gomez character on ice for a little while here because yeah man that's people want to see what's going on with generation championship wrestling they they're very curious i know that every time you've been here on duke loves wrestling or anyone from the promotion has been on here people have gone out and, and sought out your company and the matches and things like that because here, here's Definitely. the thing thank gomez. you here's the thing um there is just an abundance of of indie wrestling out there that is accessible and like you said when everybody is trying to use everybody's talent and all this other good stuff a lot of stuff can get lost in translation and jumbled up yes. so it's it's not easy for a promotion to stand out it's easy for matches that a promotion puts on to stand out before right. promotion to stand out it's it's a challenge and it's, a, it's something that you got to work on every single day in order to keep your footing in the marketplace. So I, I respect that. And I think you guys do a really good job of making sure that your brand is understood as something. You know what I mean? This is a place yeah. where you're going to get great wrestling. You're going to see a diverse roster. You're going to see women's wrestling being put on display in a very respectful and equal manner to the men. 100%. And Overall, you're just going to get great family entertainment, which who the hell could argue with that? You know what I mean? So it's it's I tip my hat to you folks over there. I do have a request, though. Gomez. Sure. You are a food guy like I am. So I am. so wait, sidebar. I, there's a yeah. there's a running joke online now where people say, you know, if, if Duke is doing a podcast, he's going to find a way to bring up food at some point. Yes. Yes, I love food. I'm sorry. I'm going to do it. All right. So <laughs> do it. that's a that's a thing. So you're a food guy. Now that you have basically the the GCW arena, for lack of a better term, I, I'm, I'm sure you'll come up with a better name, but um, that's what I'm going to call it for now. Um, can we get something on the menu that is Jeremy Gomez esque? I don't know if it's a special drink or if you guys can go find some hard to find candy that that is just tremendous or well, you know a, a type of seasoning on the popcorn. I don't know what it is. So don't the, don't, on the don't popcorn, pigeonhole yourself. If you put seasoning on the popcorn, it's going to be sesson straight up. That's a running joke with me and some of my friends online. I put sesson on my popcorn too much. Sesson as uh, as opposed sasson. to tahin? As, as, oh. <laughs> well, well, might do some of that too. Is. Yeah, I know because I, I like to tie um, in. I put that on everything. I, now we're we're like definitely Franks, uh you know? we're definitely doing some some actual some drinks that are that uh, that I'm 
coming up with. We're definitely doing that at the next show. Um, Good. As for food wise, I don't know because we we rotate our food truck. So, and I know the food truck this time is making, like I said, especially stuff for stunt and for Queen. But I'll have to I have to get something on. But I'll tell you what the the what the venue does have now that they did not have prior to me being there is they are very very well stocked on Bang Energy drink now. So, yeah, I think. I think that's rubbed off on him at least because everybody knows how much bang I go through and somehow I'm still alive. So, you know, so thank you. found a way for me. You, you, well, listen, maybe it can be like a, a bang flavored, uh, ice pop or something. I'm telling you, I'm putting a bug in your ear, Gomez, even if it's just little candies that you can't find everywhere. So you have to like go to a specialty (laughs) shop. To get it, because I, I mean, listen, I, I'll go and get like uh, guava, hard candy at the at the local um, Asian market oh, where I good. live, and it's so it's sweet, it's super sweet, but it's so delicious. And anytime I have it, um, people can't they'll just eat it all day long because they love the stuff. And it's like there's, there's got to be something more unique, especially since you're a food guy. I'm challenging you, please, to come up with something. I don't care what it is. Come up with something, order. even if it's do rotating. Need, do I need to order the huh? uh, chocolate-covered ants or the fried freaking crickets like I used to have on my food truck? Well, only if it makes financial sense. But something oh, bro, that, those that... things. So, let me tell you something. If you Food truck owners, people out there, you want something that sells constantly, go to that one pl- place that makes those, pop, those lollipops with the scorpion inside of them. Uh, I think they're called Hot Lips or whatever. They sell freaking fried crickets, man. I could not keep those things on my truck, dude. It didn't matter how many of them I bought. How many packages I purchased, they would be gone in like a day or two. Fucking crazy. No kidding. Well, the gauntlet is laid down then. Something weird for you? Generation Championship Wrestling. We need something weird on the menu, even if it rotates from from, uh, event to event. There's got to be at least one weird thing on the menu. Um, Like a cement mixer shot or something. (laughs) <laughs> something something that your that your audience or people who are traveling who are just going to be in the area and they want to check out some fantastic wrestling something that continues to be true to your brand this is a place where you can have a good time you can not only see wrestling the way that it should be presented um, but you can also experience something from a food or drink standpoint that you may not have experienced anywhere else before especially at a wrestling event that ah, is why you want to check out generation championship wrestling there it is. Gold, gold leaf chocolate cups or some shit with Chris Allen. In <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I'll tell you I, what I, I, I tell you what I was talking about the other day with the venue. You're, you're older like me. Uh, remember, That's... um, God damn. What's the, pardon me. Uh, what's the, uh, the adventures of Ford Fairlane movie of Andrew Dice Clay. Remember classic, that movie? Classic, classic. He's, yep. He's drinking that flaming Sambuca drink in the beginning of the movie. I was thinking of doing something like that or like the flaming Mo from like the Simpsons, but they actually talked to their insurance company and their insurance told them no. So I was going to do something crazy like that, but it was probably just a little too crazy for wrestling fans. I don't know. All right, let's let's be... not burn the venue, venue down. That, here, that's Gomez. the thing. I'm, I'm like, just ah, so... somebody <laughs> pulls heat and they throw a flaming drink at him. <laughs> you know. I, I say, I say guava candy, and this guy's talking about flaming Moe's. I mean, what the hell is going on? Now right you get now? me on some <laughs> guava candy, and I'll eat them all, though. Some. All right, we'll think of something just for you. Something, something, if I, something. If I, if I have a, if I have a drink pop out, and it's called the Duke or something like that. You'll know where it's from. All right, 
All right, I'll, I'll challenge you on that one, brother. I'm always game for that. You know, now if it's the Duke, good. it's got to come in some horn or something. That's <laughs> it's got to be how OCD I am. This is, this it's it's got to be am. fancy. All okay, right. we'll think of something. Everybody gets Chris Dow from now on. There it is. There it is. I love it. I love it. And, and put it in a pimp cup so we can. I we gotta can go, go find some empty it. Cristal bottles now so I can refill <laughs> with some ginger ale, something, <laughs> some Moet or something. Yeah, right. Mo- Moet. Sorry, some Moet. Yeah, Moet. Come on, yeah. put the put the pinky up. All right. Well, listen. Why don't you let everybody know the best way they can check out Generation Championship Wrestling? Because this is the thing. Again, um, one of the one of the best parts about Duke Loves Wrestling is that we have a listenership all over the world. They're passionate about pro wrestling. Everything is opening up, especially here in America. I encourage everybody, get yourselves down there, Tampa, Florida. You got to check out a Generation Championship Wrestling card. I'm telling you, you are going to see the next up-and-coming megastar in pro wrestling on that card. I promise you that. Oh, so I can this promise is why you, you got to check it out. That's right. I, I, That's right. I promise you that. Yeah, and so let everybody know they later. can they can check you out, man. Well, that's the thing. Okay. I mean, the way that you guys are taking over all the TV airwaves, it's it's definitely sooner than later there, Gomez. So uh, how can they reach you? Uh, pretty simple, man. Um, almost everything we have is at GCW Wrestling Pro. Even if you need to email us, it's GCW Wrestling Pro at gmail.com. I believe the only thing different is our YouTube page, which is Generation Championship Wrestling. Um, so pretty easy, man. Or just Google us. Uh, Generation Championship Wrestling. Don't type GCW because Georgia Championship Wrestling will come up and we're looking for, you know, people that are relevant, which is us. Uh, I'm not kidding. Georgia Championship Wrestling still kind of relevant, aren't they? Yeah, we'll say so. Anyways, but uh, yeah, at GCW Wrestling Pro, Google us. Uh, you know, just go tell your neighbors about us. Uh, next time you're at a restaurant, if you're at, actually at a restaurant and you can talk to your waiter or waitress because they're not a robot, tell them about Generation Championship Wrestling. Um, turn on Duke Loves Wrestling and then, you know, ask people to have Generation Championship Wrestling on that more. Yeah, just basically go around and talk about us all the time. That's what you all need to do. It, it's, it's worth your time. It's worth a Google. Shout out there to uh, Jeremy Gomez of Generation Championship Wrestling. Good stuff, good stuff. To, you know, I, I wanted to um, let you in on something here. It's a big deal, at least for me. So hopefully it will be for you as well. I have been in touch with USA Wrestling. So that's the Olympic arm of uh, wrestling. You know, we got the Olympics coming up in a not-too-distant future. And initially I was just inquiring about interviewing some of the wrestlers, especially Adeline Gray, who I just think is fantastic. She's my favorite wrestler in the world. Freestyle wrestling, not pro wrestling, but freestyle wrestling. Five-time world champion. I still say that she can beat the hell out of anybody, and I would love to see her and Amanda Nunes in the UFC or to see Adeline in uh, WWE someday. Hint, hint. But I reached out, and I said, you know, I want to interview some of the wrestlers, including my favorite, Adeline Gray. And to my surprise, they allowed, greenlit, made official, Duke Loves Wrestling is a media partner for the 2021 Olympic Games for Team USA. So not only the Olympic Games, but the Para-Olympic Games, I'm getting all kinds of 
emails and press releases and invited to these conferences and, and larger scale press events, invited to ask questions and all this other stuff. This is just like, just boom, just like that. Boom. There he is. This guy's in. So it's a, it's a tremendous accomplishment that I did not see coming. So I'm very thankful and very grateful. And I thank all of you who listen to Duke Loves Wrestling because I can't imagine that I could ever achieve something of this scale. That's right. See, honking the horn at me. That's right, baby. We're moving up in the world. I, I can never achieve something of this scale without you, the listeners, and all of your great support over the past five plus years. So, again, this train is not going to stop anytime soon, but I got to make some decisions, you know. Um, I got to figure out if I'm going to do, and I guess that's what's probably going to happen. I'm going to have to do some specials on the Olympics and do something totally different. Now, I will try to bring on some guests, especially the wrestlers, on this show, Duke Loves Wrestling, and also on Tell Us the Truth, my other podcast. But Olympic coverage is coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, geez, <laughs> again, I, I just, I don't even know what to say. I don't, and, and my schedule is so crazy that I got to find the time to do this, but I am going to find the time to do this because this is just such a tremendous honor and opportunity. And I just can't wait to dig into it because I love the Olympics. It's something that my family and I have watched for years. My mom is a huge Olympics fan. She gets excited this time of year, every four years, because she loves the Olympics. So, you know, especially the Summer Olympics, she's definitely going to be cheering on not only Team USA, but Team Jamaica, because that's where she's from originally. So this will be fun. This is going to be a fun journey here. And, and again, I just I appreciate all of you out there. I cannot tell you enough how much I appreciate all of you out there spreading the word about Duke Loves Wrestling and making this a very credible media source. I mean, that's what we are at this point. You know, um, I don't get there without you. And that's not lost on me. So I'm going to continue my commitment to bringing you the best content I possibly can. Compelling conversations. At times, there's going to be, in, in fact, every episode, we're going to talk about food. <laughs> as, as some of you have pointed out online, of course we are. But, um... I'm just going to keep this train going, man, and keep this train going because it's it's tremendous the amount of growth and the amount of opportunities that are out there. And really, it, it centers around just putting positivity out in the world. That does not mean that you can't analyze and criticize and offer suggestions on how to make something better. But you got to, again, don't rob people of their dignity and focus on the issue and not getting too personal. You know, these, these are just little things here that matter in the long run. So, again, appreciate you all. Join me next week where we're going to continue to uh, churn out some great content. I got some folks coming on. In fact, I got an artist, a guy who is a tremendous artist, and he's done some paintings and some drawings of some of our favorite wrestlers in the world. And he's getting a lot of rave reviews for it. So we're going to talk about that. Till then, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Catch you next week, folks. Hey, this is the Duke of Dorchester. The one, the only, the man of the hour. Yeah. Can you handle that, baby? I want to tell you this. 
You've been listening to Duke Loves Wrestling.